Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. You'll be familiar with, because we've talked about it on the program over the years, the Bystander Intervention Program. This was developed by Professor Louise Crowley at UCC, started working on it in 2015, and now it's very established within the college. And they're bringing it out now into GAA clubs, starting with UCC's own club, GAA club, and bringing it out into dressing rooms. Um, it's endorsed, and in fact the whole thing, was the whole launch was uh, attended by the president of Common, Luke Clasgale, Larry McCarthy. Uh, Louise, Professor Louise jo- joins me. You're, you're on a mission, Louise Crowley, to tackle problematic behaviour. Morning. Good morning, PJ. Yes, I suppose you could say that. I am on a mission uh, to tackle it, but the mission is really to empower society to tackle it, uh, to give them the education and the skills to be able to identify it, all forms of problematic behaviour, and then to have the, the, I suppose, the sense of personal responsibility for the well-being of others and the standards within which we live and, and play and study and work, and also the skills to make safe and effective interventions. Most decent human beings, most men, would know when something they're looking at is out of order, or they get a bad sense that something might be out of order. But we're kind, it's kind of ingrained in us. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Yeah, so a couple of things there. Do all men recognize unacceptable behavior? Do all women recognize unacceptable behavior? One of the problems is that, you know, modern society, a lot of behavior has become normalized. A lot of troublesome behavior has become normalized. So the whistling, the jeering, the microaggressions, you know, the groping, the touching, you'd be surprised. And sharing of images, for example, in WhatsApp groups and inappropriate comments, you'd be amazed when something is let slide often enough that it becomes almost expected. And I know that from talking to students about their socializing and otherwise so i mean we we need to remember the importance of reminding everybody and opening their eyes to the range of unacceptable behavior you know we get outraged by aggravated sexual assault devastated by incidents of rape but we also need to be outraged by you know what might be regarded as lesser but it's all entirely still unacceptable so that you know that's the first fundamental piece but moving on from that and i suppose addressing your question pj you know the sense of you know i don't want to get involved or if i get involved i'll be shunned or i might be there might be retaliation maybe isolation amongst my peers and you know all of that is really understandable and there's a lot of work done on and research done on what we call intervention inhibition Mm. but one of the key elements of the training is to allow people to recognize the fact of the inhibition the fact that it's a shared inhibition but also the danger of 
allowing that inhibition to prevent you from acting. And I suppose one of the, the valuable elements of the training, particularly where we deliver the training to groups of people, and this is particularly relevant in the context of sports, so where we meet with, you know, a whole team together and we allow within the workshops for the, 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 the people, and, and it's great when it's mixed gender, to talk to each other about these issues, usually with reference to fictional scenarios of a safe conversation, they very quickly come to realize that they're not the only person who's uncomfortable. And, you know, we call that pluralistic ignorance, the idea that I'm very uneasy, but nobody else in the room seems Mm. to be troubled. So why would I be the only one to speak up? And when we allow them to realize their shared discomfort um, and their shared desire for not to be uncomfortable, for that not to happen, it's really great. You see it happening before your eyes where they then know that they're in a safer space and it becomes much easier to speak up. Mm. There's a spectrum, Louise, I'm sure you'll mm. accept, where there is, and I'll use two very simplistic terms here. There's an A to Z. and A is just banter. Locker room banter, mm. bus back at the bus banter, bus stop banter, nightclub banter, and then the other end is something that's grievously bad, and we all know it's grievously, and that's a very wide spectrum. And I think part of the decision making in a person's head, be they male or female, but let's take the position of a man. It's all I know how to be. Uh, that somewhere in the spectrum is a point where I have to move here. I don't know where that point is. Well. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. I'll be bold enough to tell you where I think that point is. That point is the locker room. You call it banter. Banter for well, that's one my, That's the word I use. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people use that. But, you know, it seems to be almost an excusing word that, you know, let's say there's, you know, um, comments on, on if, we're, if we're talking about, you know, mail room, locker room banter, comments upon, you know, the woman you were with last night or the length of someone's skirt or a rape choke or, a, you know, sharing of an image that might be in their mind banter. And when it's not challenged, there's this false consensus that it's acceptable. Mm. But in fact, that behavior in itself is unacceptable. And more dangerously, if it's let slide with certain people, it will be escalated yeah. into more dangerous behavior. So whilst there is a spectrum, I really regard it as almost like a pyramid of violence. And if we don't challenge at the very beginning of any sexist or inappropriate comments, we are, let, well, first of all, we're, we're letting it slide. So if we don't challenge it, we're part of the problem. And what you, what you promote or what you, know, what you allow to happen is what you're happy to live with. So what I would say to you is that anywhere on that spectrum is not acceptable. And we shouldn't say there's a point to which you can be inappropriate and then thereafter it's not okay. You know, the message and certainly, you know, with it, with our sporting workshops with UCCGA and beyond and UCC rugby and UCC soccer are taking the training. I mean, there's a huge appetite for it because I think people are a bit sick of that dismissing of, you know, that lower end of the spectrum behavior. And really, if we can embed a culture of zero tolerance and absolute respect, amongst our players and our students and our staff and the broader community, well, 
it means that we're lessening the chance of it ever escalating. So it's easier to step in at the early stage and just say, I cop on or, you know, don't share that or you're making me uncomfortable or, you know, that's not okay. Well, then we never have the more difficult situation of interbreeding in a sexual assault or whatever else. So it's about culture and it's about respect and it's about that's what we want to normalize. Let's let's make up a situation off the top of my head. Charlie is in the locker room after a rugby match and Charlie is sharing a picture. Mm-hmm. And the lads are laughing and he drops it on my phone. And I say, Charlie, will you cop on, for God's yeah. sake? How would you feel if that was Mary? Is that an intervention, Louise? It absolutely is an intervention because what you're doing... Mary, Mary being his sister was... Yes. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I mean, it's terrible sometimes that we think we have to say, "Oh, I have a daughter," or I have a daughter, and now it matters. But you know, that is what happens, and it's you know perfectly reasonable that someone would say that. But that absolutely is an intervention because what you're saying to Charlie is that that's not okay. So straight away, there's not consensus that that behaviour is okay. And I can tell you, PJ, and I know this from my research, that there would be other guys in that changing room who are also uncomfortable. And when you will say, they? "Oh yes," and or will they turn around and say, "Well, you go," will they? Will they? Well, so when when you say, Charlie, cop on, this allows other people to express their discomfort. Okay. And, and, and couple that with the training that they will have completed with bystander ECC, they will know the value and importance of backing up the, the original objector. Right. And since you started doing this in 2015, Louise, have you discovered this, that a lot of people are actually waiting for me to say, Charlie, cop on with you? Yeah, it's, it's actually called bystander theory. And we know that the more people in a room, the less likely someone is to speak up. It's well established. But when you do speak up, people will row in very quickly. There's been a huge amount of work done on this. And it's like you just you break the dam. And so then it's okay. And instead of associating yourself with the, the silent majority, you're then much happier to attach yourself with the new group, which is those who are speaking up. And I suppose what we're trying to do uh, with this training is to encourage people to be brave enough to be the, you know, the, 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 the original objector, the first person to speak up, yeah. because they now know, for example, in UCC, that they're in an environment where everybody's taking this training and everybody knows their capacity to, to, mm-hmm. to make a difference. And, and when someone speaks up, they know that it's so crucial to support that objector, to the person making the intervention. And the consequences of that is that those who are participating in unacceptable behavior, they start becoming the outliers because yeah. the voice of objection becomes much stronger. So I personally feel and I know this from talking to our staff and students and those beyond UCC who take the training, that there is a lot of silent objection. I mean, society has caused that. You said that at the very beginning. But this is allowing people to have a voice in a more assured way, knowing that they're surrounded now by like-minded people who want to affect change. And we know they're doing it because we have the data from our focus groups and our feedback that our staff and students are making interventions, both verbally and non-verbally, and they are making a difference and they are stopping the escalation. There's a saying in childcare, I'm sure you've come across it in child protection, it's the one good adult. Mm -hmm. Do, Do we need to become the one person who will speak up? Well, the good news is that you won't have to be the one person for, you know, if you're in an environment where more people are aware of the significance and the positive impact of being a bystander. But yes, I mean, it does begin with that one person. And what we need to do is we need to have lots of one persons together, which means when they all come together, as I said, the voice of objection becomes loud and strong and dominant. Lastly and briefly, calls come in here, Louise. You'd be shocked at what was shouted at young girls at a recent 
camogie match I was at. It was under 14. There was no sense in it at all. It was actually frightening. If my daughter was exposed to it, I'd have walked onto the pitch and taken her off the team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's one example of the world in which, in particular, young women are living in. The daily aggression, the daily sexual harassment and hostility. And we have the data on this. There's, you know, a survey done in 2021 by the Red Crisis Network. And the extent to which young women are exposed to harassment on a, on a regular basis, verbal, nonverbal, online, in person, it is so prevalent. I mean, I think people would be shocked if they realized the prevalence. And that's why we've gone into secondary schools. We're in 50 schools nationwide um, to allow the conversations to begin because they're not being had and to facilitate a realization, particularly on the part of young men, about the impact of what they might regard as banter, to use your own word, or, you know, not, not that bad behavior on the lives of women and how it restricts how young girls you know, can live and experience what they ought to do so in a respectful way. And just one thing I might share with you, one of the feedbacks we got from one secondary school was that uh, the boys in discussing this issue admitted that they thought sexual harassment had to be physical for it to be not acceptable. So these conversations that we're having on the back of the bystander training, are they're opening the minds, they're educating our young people, but also multi- cross-generation of what it really looks like and the impact of it and the absolute unacceptability. And to finish on a positive note, their capacity to be the difference, to make change, to speak up and demand you know, a level of respect for everybody in society. Louise, thank you very much. Uh, Professor Louise Crowley, the woman who started it all in 2015 and now it's called the Bystander Intervention Programme and it's moving out into sports halls, community associations and locker rooms. Thank you, Louise. 0818 96 96 96. If you have any thoughts on that, I'd like to hear them. Courts 96 FM.